0: So there you are riding along enjoying yourself thoroughly when out of nowhere without a word of warning your normally docile and compliant horse suddenly turns into the equine equivalent of a two year old throwing a tantrum and all the while you're wondering who decided to call this napping because it looks nothing like it. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians like yourself all over the world, helping you to, well, have a better plan for each ride and also every now and then figure out how to work around some of those more annoying details (laughs) that happens when we begin to work with horses and to have conversations and relationships with horses on a day-to-day basis, each and every week on a Monday. We have a new podcast episode uh, for you that'll help you just to, well, get into the nitty gritty about some of the things that are confusing about horse riding, uh, making it that you can understand what you're supposed to be doing, first of all, and then you are able to take that across and actually transfer it and let your horse know what's going on as well, all the while to build better conversations. If you are interested in a little bit more help with your riding in the form of training, coaching, and accountability, you can check out the ongoing special over at Daily Strides Premium right now for the month of April 2019. You can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. It's very good. I would strongly suggest you jump in while you can and get it. Um, And as I said, there's not only the trainings, but there's also coaching and accountability in there with it as well. But let's get back to today. And today I want to talk about working with a horse that naps and taking a no-nonsense approach to it. Because just like the two-year-old having the tantrum, um, in the supermarket aisle. Uh, that's really the only approach you can take as a no-nonsense one. And yes, people might turn their eyes and look at you and you might feel like the world is looking at you, but they're not. They're actually on your side. Everybody's on your side when it comes to being on a horse that is napping. Everybody who's watching is hoping that you're going to kind of take the high road and that you're going to win the war and that you're going to actually get through this. And, you know, I, I feel that so many times with riders, when a horse begins to nap, that is one of the things that holds them back, is this perception that everybody is staring or watching um, and almost waiting to see what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I think it is really important to be able to overcome that. So, first and foremost, I really feel that when a horse begins to nap. Very often the rider tends to focus on what the horse is doing as opposed to what the rider wants to do, okay? So I know that sounds really simple but often that can be the key to just overcoming things because when you focus on what you want to happen, so you want to go over there or you want to turn and go this way or whatever the case is, okay? You will start to ride like that. And by you riding like that, you become very clear on what you want. Okay. Now, yes, different horses can react differently to different situations okay and very often you'll get some horses who just seem that they are so stubborn but even then if you can get really clear on what you want to make happen you can then get the horse to very often just actually come around to your way of thinking by acting that out okay the clearer you are the clearer your application of the aids are going to be and the clearer your application of the aids are going to be, the less wiggle room there is going to be for your horse to actually try and have a little hissy fit about something. And very often they'll, they'll have their hissy fit and then they'll say, okay, right? So we'll do it your way and they will continue on. So that's first and foremost. The second thing is, I think it's really important not to nag. I see a lot of the times that horses who nap, okay? And this is a nappy horse, <laughs> okay it's such a strange word isn't it when we think of napping as people it's it's lovely and relaxing (laughs) so why this actual kind of word was used to sum up the verb of a horse not wanting to go forward or being just completely otherwise to what you want to do I don't know but anyway there you go but a nappy horse um very often it comes around by riders letting things slide. OK, so we spoke last week about accountability and accountability is really important for you and your horse. And when the rider begins to let little things slide, those little things begin to, well, they escalate. They kind of build momentum. And what starts off as something really I don't know, insignificant, can soon turn into and soon snowball into something huge, such as napping. So you need to really and truly become aware of behaviors that you enjoy and that you want your horse to do. And also anything and anything, it doesn't matter how small it is, that is showing up that well is undesirable um or you don't want it you don't want your horse doing that you need to nip that in the bud and you need to correct it immediately okay and very often this can then prevent things escalating to the point where you're in the middle of the arena or even on the road and your horse is just not going forward you can't it not you can't turn it you can't get it going you can't get it going backwards it's just I don't know it's just being completely otherwise uh, to whatever you want to do so really and truly nip the small things in the bud correct immediately and then move forward with that okay the next suggestion I'm going to have for you with regards to napping is sometimes you can use the fact that your horse is very much like a small child in the fact that their concentration is not great and they can be easily distracted, well, you can use that to your benefit and you can actually distract your horse into doing something else and then in a very roundabout way, get him to do whatever it is that you originally wanted the horse to do, okay? So a good example of this would be if the horse doesn't want to go forward, turn the horse to the side. Do some maybe very small, shallow loops, or you could do bigger loops. It doesn't really matter what you're doing. Strike a transition. Whatever the case is, do something different, and then bring it back around. So you're do- you're only doing this to take your mind off, or to take your horse's mind off, the fact that he doesn't want to go forward to begin with, and he really and truly is just... <laughs> he is putting up a bit of a fight. There's a resistance going on there. Okay. And then from that, you are then backtracking and, and getting to where you actually want to go to begin with. Um, distraction can be really important, but distraction has to be done in a way, again, it has to be coupled with you having very clear aids. You're all the time thinking forward. You're not allowed, you allowing yourself to become sucked into your horse's kind of view or perception of events which is we're going to stay right here you have to keep thinking forward and maybe that forward it's almost like a detour to where you want to go okay and sometimes just doing that can be enough to almost dissipate the energy or the resistance or the rebellion that's going on and then from there you can actually just go back to your work sometimes as riders we think that oh it has to be this way and i'm going to do it this way and that's it no you have to be supple in your approach suppleness is key to horse riding and suppleness is not just a physical thing it is a mental and it is emotional and i really feel that when a horse in particular is napping you have to be supple in your approach and Remember, the, the, the supple means that you're able to bend and flex but not break and you're going to come back to where you were and come back stronger because suppleness leads to strength, okay? So that's very important as well. Just keeping things that even if you're going to distract your horse doing something else, you are not giving up on the original thing. You're just taking his mind off of his little hissy fit to bring it back to where you want to go, okay? The four, the last thing that I want to talk about today is Reward. Reward. So horses like to please. They do. They're 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 almost like children again, okay? They like to please because they like the person telling them that they've done well or they've done good, okay? So really important that you reward when your horse actually stays on track and does what you want him to do. And initially, with a younger horse or maybe a horse that's more stroppy or whatever the case is, those rewards might be incredibly frequent okay and sometimes by just ignoring the naughty or the not so desirable behaviors and by praising or shining a spotlight or bringing attention to the behaviors that we really want to see in our horse it can be enough to get our horse onto the same page that we're on and to bring our horse around to how we're thinking about it okay I would finally say that If you're on a horse that really and truly does not want to go forward, sometimes you might have to look at getting a different rider on the horse. I sometimes find that it can be a matter of the rider becoming stuck. Like what I said at the very beginning, the rider becomes stuck. And in being stuck, they begin to lose faith in their own abilities. And once you begin to lose faith in your abilities, well, that's confidence. And this is where then riders tend to be unable to overcome this. And again, back to this whole feeling that everybody's watching. Remember, everybody's on your side. Everybody's rooting for you. They're thinking, come on, you can do this. You can ride through it. Sometimes you might, if you don't have another rider, maybe having somebody behind you on the ground, obviously helping you at a safe distance. um, But that is encouraging the horse again forward. You don't want to encourage the horse forward in a way that is negative. It must be positive. Um, maybe something simple like opening up your hands So as your reins are nice and wide If you could think of like having a, a Funnel and then using your legs to funnel the horse through that nice kind of wide gap that you're creating with your reins and then also having a person behind encouraging the horse to go forward as well and remember as the horse then begins to move forward you need to keep thinking forward don't get stuck in what's happening keep thinking about forward keep thinking about moving things along and from there hopefully over time you and your horse will completely forget about (laughs) any napping or any desire to troll the two-year-old tantrum and lie down on the floor and kick and scream and say i'm not going anywhere um and hopefully you can actually start to have a better relationship together and one that is built on a foundation of trust and on a foundation that you are both willing to do whatever the other is asking, which is very, very important as well. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. Of course, this is a huge topic. And what I'm gonna do is I'm going to link to a couple of previous episodes as well over at the blog post. You can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1092. And then also I will put a link in there to Daily Strides Premium. And the special special, the special special that we have, um, which I really think, really think, that you'll be a little bit crazy not to take me up on. Um, so you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join to find out all about that. Um, but also there will be a link from the blog post for this particular episode as well. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. Have a great week, keep well, I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.